welcome to the Hemisync Podcast. Well, we finally made it to episode 30. It's been a great pleasure to have these conversations with such interesting people and to share them with you. I frankly thought I would have done more by now, but we're very selective in doing these shows. and There's a lot of preparation that goes into each one. Similarly, I don't think most people appreciate how much goes into producing the Metamusic albums we offer to the public. The musicians we partner with are really geniuses at what they do. And my hope is that this episode really takes you behind the scenes to really understand the thought process, the ideas, the inspiration, the years of training that are required to even be in position to create one of these pieces. Before we get into it, please be sure to sign up for our email list at hemisync.com so that you don't miss future episodes. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. Generally, that's at HemisyncLife, but I'm also on Twitter as at Garrett H. Stevens. Lastly, if you'd like to support this particular show while getting some great bargains on Hemisync products, be sure to check out our Patreon page right below. Now, let's get on with our show. Today's guest is Jim Oliver. Jim is an Emmy Award-winning multi-keyboardist musician and composer. He is a highly regarded pioneer of healing with sound and color. Since 1982, he has created more than 3,500 hours of transformational self-healing music. Jim's musical career has encompassed a vast range from performing with a symphony orchestra to being a composer in residence at Sundance Institute with Robert Redford. He is an extremely popular guest on radio shows and telesummits worldwide. Jim's music study began nearly 60 years ago when at age five, he began piano lessons. Ultimately, Jim majored in classical organ at Hart College of Music. He has passionately pursued the understanding of how music resonates with body, mind, spirit, and emotions with the vision of being at the highest service through music and harmonized color. Jim's special gift is to spontaneously welcome the music of the spheres. You experience the music with every cell in your body and the very essence of your beingness. Jim's Hemisync album is called Illuminating Your True Nature, which is also featured on You Beyond Your Story and Getting to Know Your True Nature, both voiced by Suzanne Giesman. His website is jimolivermusic.com, and due to scheduling conflicts, this conversation is long overdue. But without further delay, here's Jim Oliver. So Jim, welcome to the Hemisync podcast. Always a pleasure. Um, to start, our listeners always love to hear about our guests' personal journey, starting as far back as makes sense. So why don't you tell us a, a bit about yourself, maybe your childhood, how you got into music? Okay, thank you, Garrett. Um, it really started with a, what I could describe as a mystical experience. I was about three and a half years old, listening to my uncle play piano and organ, and this sparkling gold energy came through the wall, over the keyboards, and, and my whole body shivered and tingled, and I knew at that age of three and a half that music was where my path was leading me. Wow. I played piano at five. I went to conservatory at 14, Julius Hart School of Music at 16, and then Hart College of Music as a classical organ major. And, um, and I'll show you this picture real quick uh, as we talked about. That's that's what I did for a lot of years. That wow. was, that's what it moved to. And a lot of things in my life led me to go, oh, organ, pipe organ, massive layers of sound. It's an orchestra right at your fingertips. When I would play music, 
um, around the house. I, I observed how it profoundly affected people. We have family gatherings. People's moods would change instantly, immediately. Mm-hmm. So I knew that that was um, where I wanted to go. I noticed how certain notes would make the teacups rattle. And certain notes would make the window frames rattle. That was my first uh, awareness of, of resonance, yeah. harmonic resonance. Um, so I did the whole classical route. Then I did a, a 180. Things in my life went around and around and around. And I ended up doing uh, the Vegas Tahoe on the road showroom circuit for most of the 70s. I was on the road for eight years, 52 weeks a year, seven days a week, living in hotels, uh, driving across country. Um, After that, I moved uh, home back east and uh, met my now wife of 40 years, Jan, who was headed to uh, Santa Fe to go to massage school. I said, well, I'll drive you out. Next thing you know, I'm in Santa Fe, which was a very uh, big natural healing center and still is. Uh, in those days, there were lots of massage, massage and acupuncture and naturopath-oriented medical uh, doc programs. And I started doing music for uh, the classes, uh, doing my first couple of pieces of music, 1982 that was. And, um, it opened my eyes to how specific frequencies and waveforms using kinesiology and acupuncture pulses and meridians and and various ways to test how effective certain sounds are. So you think of music, well, music is a combination of sounds. You know, a specific tone is one pitch. You add a second one, now you've got an interval. And you add a third one, now you've got a chord. Basic is a major chord, then there's a minor chord, and then variations of that to to add color and dimension and um, texture that creates movement that that can set the stage like a like a soundtrack in a in a film. It gives you an idea of what's coming. It lets you know how long it's going to sustain. It maybe will increase in intensity and engage you a little more, it'll sustain, it'll resolve all those elements and all those are essential in transformational healing music. And Mm -hmm. by that, I mean self-healing music. We all have to do our homework. Nobody rides for free. It's it's an interaction between you and the music. Uh It's a cellular relationship that the music vibrations and, and sound travels in waves and there's um, the basic waveform of sine wave is like an s on its side a flute sound a square wave is just like that it's square so if i played a clarinet into uh, an oscilloscope you would see a waveform that's square uh, a right. flute is more a sine wave brass is sawtooth and the beauty of keyboards and i'm not sure the camera can see over there these guys uh, mm-hmm. The mini modes, wonderful old analog synths from uh, the 70s. And with twisting a knob, I can specifically get a sine wave, a sawtooth wave, uh, a square wave, and specifically see exactly what the frequency is and exactly what the waveform is, rather than a general piano sound or a string sound or something like that. 
I can specifically see what is the most effective and the most um, resonant with whatever is being addressed. Right. So I love how technical you are. So you use three or four different waveforms, which you've, which you've just described, and you, you use that to create texture in the music. And Absolutely. then you also use um, frequencies, which you relate to color. You're adding color right. in the music. And also, you know, in certain instances with your live performances, literally using color and tying it to the frequency of the music. Can you talk a bit about how you do that and why you do that? Absolutely. Uh, back in the early 80s, as the, this exploration uh, was really um, gaining traction, my passion has always been how can I be the most effective, bring the most service to people, helping people help themselves through music, sound, color. Mm -hmm. Electromagnetic frequency spectrum. And this is, this is really basic science. If you had an encyclopedia, look this stuff up. Electromagnetic uh, frequency spectrum, zero. And then zero to uh, 20 is called the ELF, extremely low frequency. Mm. Uh, that's where a lot of the peak frequencies that are, are used for um, uh, various applications, in, including hemisync. Including hemisync, that's right, yes. A lot of frequencies. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, Tesla was the, and uh, remains the, uh, the brilliance of ELF. He, he knew how to deal with ELF. He could stop earthquakes. Uh, he could, uh, with a little, a little vibrating jigger, put it in the basement of a building and create a resonance and it would bring it down. But it's amazing to me that that hasn't really been tried like oh at God. scale. Um, it's a great okay. idea. Tesla's they, earthquake prevention device. Yeah. One of the ways they learned that, Garrett, was yeah. in, in the military, anybody in the military, when they cross a bridge, they break cadence mm. because they're going up to some. They create a resonance. The bridge will start to vibrate. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen the pictures on, on TV of this. The bridge. bridge yeah, just, like a sine wave. Yeah. That's all it that's all it is, is it's a resonant yeah. frequency that builds and builds and builds. Um, in, in in medicine, they use ultrasound to break up kidney stones. Yeah, there's a perfect application. Uh, they use bilirubin, which is ultraviolet light, to, uh, for jaundice for newborns. Yeah, this is all very well seated um, in in the medical world. Uh, emotions, well, that's where music comes in. What is at the core? Stuck emotions, and music. The goal of the music that I offer, and sure, it's wonderful to have sustained drones and those kinds of things, and just kind of lay on the the, the pond that's, but you've got to have some movement. You've got to engage. Mm -hmm. You've got to put attention to your intention. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Where, where do you want to go with this? Why are you even watching this, this uh, interview? What is it that you're looking for? And it's, and it's readily available. And music is the ideal modality to bring that into a physical resonance with the way the sound waves travel and vibrate physically they mm -hmm. vibrate energetically with the chakras the energy fields and most importantly they engage with the emotions you've heard the expression music has power to soothe the right well that, that's so true um, 
So those are all forms of movement that you're referencing. You know, there's a perceived right. movement in the, in the music, but it's also literally vibrating your cells. So there's movement Absolutely. in the cells, there's movement emotionally. Yes. Um, and you also encourage people to get up and move physically during the music if they feel so moved, so inclined. It's what I, what I invite people to do is join with a piece of music with an open mind and an open heart. Mm -hmm. That requires permission and participation. Showing up. You've done the first step. You've shown up. The next is to be receptive, to welcome that and to know that you are always in the driver's seat. You can receive it as, as, as deeply and cellularly as you want or as superficially as you want. And then as you go through, people write to me and say, Jim, I've listened to this piece of music for you know years and years and years. Massage therapists particularly that'll you know get one of my pieces mm -hmm. and they'll play it for years. And they say, you know, every time I listen to it, it sounds different. Yeah. Where is your attention drawn? Typically your attention is drawn to an area where something is stuck, where there's pain, where there's resistance, there's discomfort. Just like getting a massage. As the massage therapist works, those areas loose. Now your attention is drawn to the next. Music is exactly the same way. You feel that, oh, you feel it vibrating in your neck. Oh, you feel it in your shoulders, your chest, yeah. your belly, your knees. Then as that resolves, the music resonates, vibrates, harmonic resonance with different aspects of your physical body and your energetic being. So the go whole idea is to create this vibrational model of you and your optimal state. That's the goal of the music is how can I create this? And then as we were talking earlier, the electromagnetic frequency spectrum, mm -hmm. uh, uh, ELF, audible sound 20 to 20,000 cycles a second, which is a waveform. Uh, 20,000 cycles is about a quarter of an inch. 20 cycles is about 56 feet long. Just mm -hmm. imagine organ pipes, you know, the, the different lengths, those are different pitches. Then above that's ultrasound, AM, FM, radio waves, maritime. Then above that, here's the, the real cool part, visible light spectrum. Mm -hmm. 400 to 800 trillion cycles a second. It's now in music, you know, we talk about, you, you have, let's say, uh, you, you tune to, um, well, let's say you have a pitch that's uh, 100 cycles per second. The octave above is 200. You go up an octave, frequency doubles. So it's 100, 200, 400, 800, 1600, 3200, and so on. We can hear about 10 octaves. Yeah. Visible light is 35 octaves above that. And guess what? They're mathematically related. So using the same principle, you find the center frequency of the color red, divide by two, divide by two, divide by two. Now you're down in the audible range. So mm -hmm. here we go. Here's the color. Let me turn these guys off. Here's the color red. Mm. So, Jim, do you find that certain colors and frequencies work best for certain applications or, you know, do they have certain properties? Like, how do you think about them? Um, there's two ways to look at it. One yeah. is, okay, um, well, think of, think of color, for example. Uh, a lot of people are aware of a color psychology, it's called, mm -hmm. where the color red, you go into a, an Italian restaurant, the tablecloth is red and white checkered. That color red stimulates the appetite. 
uh, color green. You go into a spa, they have those kind of soft sage green colors. It's soothing and nurturing. So um, there's a way that you can approach it specifically if you were to test somebody muscle testing, come up with those specific frequencies and waveforms. I developed that process called symphonics mm -hmm. four years ago. Specific frequencies and waveforms for specific ailments. Mm -hmm. Now, with uh, how many you know billion people on the planet, it takes quite a while to test everybody. So right. They pieces of music that have an intention. The intention is merely a suggestion and a guidance for you to then add your own unique uh, needs, wants, desires whether it be you know, physiological or emotional or uh, you, you can add whatever it is you're looking for. Yeah. So you were referencing there um, a practice where you make specific musical recipes, basically for people right. with specific ailments. Right, and right. it's kind of based on kinesiology and I think a few other modalities. Correct. Yeah. After doing that for over 10 years, um, Let's talk about intuition. We all have intuition. We all have inner guidance. And when we would test somebody who, you know, had no musical experience, no background, no awareness of, of what the, they just, you know, lay down on the table, hold up your arm, strong, weak, whatever it is, play the tone, the weak muscle goes super strong. It was yeah. a demo where, you know, we picked a very, uh, you know, a lightweight young lady who was maybe weighed 100 pounds, had her hold her arm out. You could just push it right down with your pinky finger, play the right sound, could literally pull yourself off the ground. That's mm. how profound that correct frequency and waveform is. Yeah. But then I create a piece of music based on those specific elements. And what I learned was there are some tendencies of chords, chord progressions, modulation. And then, again, this goes back to the soundtrack aspect. Mm -hmm. You want to uplift? Well, yes. Then you do chord progressions that move forward and upward. Do you want to sustain and create suspension resolution? You do suspended chords. You want to create really serious, um, uh, um, intimate vibe. Then you go with minor chords, which, mm -hmm. which are, are thought of as being very reverent. A lot of church music is in, in minor. And so this is, this is about spirituality. Uh, so how can we offer your spirit those aspects? Things create joy, things create um, a mystery. And mm -hmm. all elements that music is ideally, as I mentioned, ideally suited to um, engage with you uniquely right here, right now, live in this moment. And every time, give yourself the gift of your Full presence and your mm. full attention. It's a journey. I don't do four or five minute long songs as you experience with the Hemming Sync. And uh, you know, if you go explore my website, uh, you'll see that all the pieces I use that I offer are uh, 40, 50, 60 minutes long. Right. It's an experience. It's a journey. It's not a quick snack. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, you know, a full course meal banquet of it really is textures that's a great way to put it and so just to put a finer point on the waveforms yeah. how do you decide when to use the sign the square the sawtooth 
Okay, so in the in the in the uh, beginning with the, the symphonics, and this is back in 1982, yeah. you would test it. You mm -hmm. would go, okay, let's try middle C sawtooth wave. Mm -hmm. so test strong weak mm -hmm. stereo wave sine wave. We would ask the person to sing that pitch. La, is it strong or weak? Try another one. Try another one. But Seeking how about method? <laughs> how about when you're just like composing music for wide release? Sure. I sit at the keyboards and I ask for what will serve for the highest purpose. And I get out of the way. Mm -hmm. So there's an inner guidance coming through. And so lots of your live music is actually uncomposed, right? You're just playing it kind of all instante. It's inspired. Absolutely. It's yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, sometimes the word improvisation, people kind of think, oh, you're just noodling aimlessly. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm 69 years old. I started piano, formal piano at four and a half. So I've been doing this 65 years. Yeah. There's, there's nothing aimless about it. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> tens and tens and tens of thousands of hours. I roughly calculated I've played over 70,000 hours of music in my life. Uh-huh. Practice. To sit down at a pipe organ, Bach, right hand alone, left hand alone, bass pedal part, right hand and pedal, left hand and pedal, yeah. put it together. Two hours later, you've learned two or three measures of right. music that's, you know, eight, 10, 12 pages long. Right. Week after week after week, and you're doing a dozen pieces. It is an absolute immersion. I joke with people that I could read the newspaper while I played a Bach prelude and fugue that I had already memorized. And right. I could read the newspaper. And after I finished playing, I'd say, here, ask me a question. And they go, okay, uh, how many people worked at such and such insurance company? I go, 32,485. Because your body is and cellular engaged in the vibration of the music. Yeah. And, and, and when, when I create music, and I don't even like to use the word particularly compose, um, or performance because that kind of connotates a, a separation. Yeah, absolutely no separation. When I'm present at the keyboards, it's full immersion of my body, mind, spirit, emotion that just totally gets out of the way, and the music comes through. Comes through my hands. I hear it as it's coming through, or I hear it even before it starts to come through, um, it's intuitive. And, and the people that we were doing the muscle testing with, they would say, no, it's a little bit sharper sounding. It's a little bit more, this is a little buzzier. They would intuitively, they would get it so quick. Yeah. Everybody can do it because, but you just haven't thought about it. You just have said, well, gee, do I want something that's real soft and fluty oriented? Or do I want something that's more edgy with, with strings or do I want grand piano? Do I want electric piano? Yeah. Um, and as you become aware of that, uh, you know, I've got, uh, I've done over 3,500 hours of music uh, over the past 40 something years. And about 60 pieces are on the website. Something's going to glow in the dark. You're going to yeah. scroll through there and all of a sudden, bing, there it is. And, you know, I do a, a trade show and people would, uh, they would have a, uh, a CD in their hand, and they'd say, "Hey, Jim, can you recommend something to me?" And I go, "What's in your hand?" They go, "Oh, I didn't even know it was in there." I said, "Well, why don't you start with that one?" <laughs> yeah. Your intuition is so powerful, so profound, and so accurate if you let it be. Right. So you 
you like to make the point that people usually choose the correct music for them subconsciously. Absolutely. And um, you also emphasize the importance of low bass. What, what's, what's the secret to low bass? Okay. How do, we, how do we engage? Sound travels in waves. So uh, we talked about high frequency, 20,000 cycles a second, quarter of an inch apart waveforms, low bass, 56 foot long waveforms. Hmm. Having an oscilloscope. So I was experimenting. So I put on a bass note, and on the oscilloscope, you've got this big, long bass wave. And then I put on a high-frequency sound, and you've got this high-frequency sound. I put the two of them on together, and guess what? The high-frequency sound actually piggybacks along the bass wave. It's called Mm. modulation. That's how they uh, communicate with submarines under the polar ice cap. They set up an ELF carrier wave, goes through the ice really easily, and you, you know that yourself when somebody's playing music driving by your house, what do you hear? Boom, boom, boom. Bass. You hear yeah. the bass because it's a super long waveform. It goes right through the walls, easy peasy. It takes 10 times the amplifier power, the mm-hmm. power bass, than it does treble, high frequency. Mm-hmm. So high frequency gets blocked by your walls easy. Yeah. So, so they broadcast the ELF and then they simultaneously transmit the radio wave. And it carries it through. And there's all kinds of things that I'm sure you read about with um, using uh, those kinds of uh, carrier waves. Mm-hmm. So the bass is a carrier. Bass is a carrier. Yeah. And so what it does is it anchors. And, in, and that's another thing with classical organ that I learned. They call it uh, pedal tone. Where in classical organ, a lot of times, you know, you play with both feet, the bass pedals. It's 32 notes at your feet. And... Um, some organs have a 64 foot pedal stop. That means that pipe is 64 feet tall from the mouth to the top of it. That is about 16 cycles a second. You can't really hear it, but you can, you can feel the presence of it. Your, your shirt ruffles. It's amazing. Mm. And you hold that low bass note and then bum, bum. So the bass is the carry wave. They call it, again, pedal tone. Yeah. That's the technique that I learned. And in implementing that with the, the, uh, in the early days symphonics and then now the music that I do, we have observed how profoundly people engage with that deep resonance. It's like being cradled mm-hmm. so that you feel safe, nurtured, peaceful, supported, so that the higher frequencies can do what they do. They can engage and flow and cellularly activate, release those blockages as you give permission to. It's all done with your permission and participation. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. So that, and you set your intention, and, and I refer to it as a mild intention, because <laughs> people like get obsessed (laughs) gotta be like this it's gotta be like this Ah, breathe breathe Mm -hmm. in the music bathe in the even though um if you're just listening to the music you you don't unless you have synesthesia where you can see the colors um the color frequencies are there and with the music that i do everything for the last seven or eight years is done in the studio with harmonies of light 
which is, yep. as I mentioned, you know, here, right. here's, here's a note, here's blue, here's green. Yeah. Now we play a chord. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. So I want to get more into that here in a second, but before we do, so we've talked a bit about harmony. Yes. Um, you also make out, or you make the point that we naturally gravitate towards harmony, which I think a lot of people intuitively understand. Absolutely. Um, and to be out of harmony leads to disease, or literally disease. Disharmony, um, distress, distortion. Yeah. Disease, and it's in our nature, as you said, to be yes. with our environment. However, and here's what's interesting: <laughs> you also say that dissonance can be very healing. Absolutely. So, yeah. So talk about talk a bit about that. Okay. So here's harmony, right? Here's, um, yeah. it's a fifth. That's the first uh, primary interval. Well, the, the first interval is an octave. And, and I apologize if it comes through a little wobbly. Dead um, zoom. You know, we're doing the best we can, <laughs> folks. Um, <laughs> so so the, 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 here, here's a really cool thing. So yeah. we think of, you take a note and you take the note below it. Not too bad. Play the two together. There's a little dissonance. Dissonance, yeah. But watch. So that's an F sharp and a G. But watch if we take, we put the G here and we put the F sharp up there. A little, okay. But watch when we fill it in. That's a major seventh chord. One of the most beautiful chords going. But what is it? There's a G, a B. A D and an F sharp, and when you when you just have the G and the F sharp, a little dissonant. You play the two together, right next to each other, dissonant, but spread them out. It's a beautiful chord. Mm -hmm. So space, it's called voicing. Chord voicing is such a key. If you're playing clustered chords and everything is tight, there's no room for you and yeah. your beingness to get in there. But if you open the voicing. And mm -hmm. spread it out. That's the beauty of guitar. Oh my gosh, a, a fine guitarist who can play those open voicings, things that you can't do on keyboards because with a guitar, you can, because all the strings are right here and you can spread them out. You can play a big, wide thing. But with keyboards, you know, you can't spread your fingers far enough. So uh, that's where bass comes in beautifully. Yeah. Add a nice bass note. Here we go. And the colors, by the way, these are not random. It's not a random light show. These are the mathematical harmonics of the actual frequencies of the notes that I'm playing. Mm -hmm. So that gives you this even fuller, deeper immersion into the beauty of the music, the beauty of you. People say, oh, Jim, the music's so beautiful. And my response is, you are so beautiful. <laughs> music merely reflects the inner beauty that you already are. So with the dissonance then, do you think it's kind of, you know, does it go back to the movement? It's kind of shaking things up that are stuck or blocked and Absolutely. kind of letting them move. Right. The, the, the most um, uh, uh, commonly used is called a suspended chord. So here we go. Um, so the fourth is a suspension it wants to resolve. So this is a little bit of tension. If you play just these two together, there's a little dissonance. You play the root of the chord, opens it up. Now watch the resolution. 
So that creates movement, suspension, resolution, mm -hmm. suspension, resolution, problem, solution. That's how energetically, emotionally we engage with the music. And, and yes, I encourage people to come along, just a, whatever, you don't have to be a singer, just come, get a little resonance, and you can direct that vibration, the focus of that vibration with your humming and just with your own energetic um, engaging with the music. Mm -hmm. And if you're so inclined, get up, move, slow. You don't have to be a dancer. You don't have to do ballet or all the things that people do on the dance floor. Uh, I'm as awkward as it gets. I <laughs> spent all my life playing music behind on the stage in the band. So yeah. once you getting on the dance floor, I'm kind of like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Yeah. So but you don't have to just close your eyes and and dance and flow like nobody's watching. It's just you and the energy and the vibration of freedom. Yeah. Freedom that we all desire. That freedom from Tension, stress, health, money, relationships, all the things, kids, partners, <laughs> houses, neighbors, all this stuff. Let go of it. Breathe, breathe, deep belly breath. Breathe down to the soles of your feet. Feel those base frequencies. Taking, taking your, your dimensionality. We're multidimensional. And the music is multidimensional. Mm -hmm. It's very unique. I invite you to fully emerge in, in some of the music that I offer. And, you know, here's, you know, here's like, you know, your feet on the ground and here's your head in the sky. And yeah, then, you know, explore the, the galactic cosmic connection, that interaction, explore below the surface of the earth, the core of the earth, explore gravity, explore mm. extra electromagnetic, um, electromagnetics. The law of attraction. All of these things are, are related. And we could we could do, you know, I know we've got a certain amount of time. We're probably going way over. We could do a workshop that goes on for days and days and days and weeks and months. This is what I've spent my life on. I've spent 65 years in deep explore, exploration of how sound can be most effectively used for self-healing, self-awareness, self improvement self-growth self is the key word you have to show up and, and and be willing to see what you see and then you know uh, i had a friend that worked with uh, people with some real issues and she would say to him, well you know how long is how long have you spent you know screwing up your life and, and they go well it's, you know 5 10 15 20 years all my life well, sure. look, give it a little time it's not a it's not an instant, and you know we're all we're all in this together, learning and growing and discovering, and it's the challenges. Um, uh, Muhammad Ali, a, a wonderful statement uh, my son Deborah uses. It's not the size of the, it, it's not the size of the mountain, it's the size of the pebble in your shoe. Yeah. And as you resolve these things, it's it's really amazing and miraculous how things fall into place, the dominoes connect and everything connects 
and becomes wholeness. And that, so, that healing is become whole. So Jim, you bring all these concepts together, including the light, into yep. a live show that you do called Harmonies of Light. That is correct. So tell us about that. What's Harmonies of Light? Well, you know, here's uh, the, the perfect example of, here you go, here's, here's uh, some of the keyboards. Uh, here's more of the keyboards. And here's more stuff. And in the old days, I used to schlep all this stuff. I would load it up and take five or six hours to put it in the van and um, drive across country, set up and play. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, it's, it's more than I can do in and now with the, you know, the world environment, uh, right. the, the, the gatherings. So uh, a friend uh, was doing live streaming yep. for a fellow and I went, aha, live streaming. I can sit in the studio and I invested substantially in a live streaming uh, four high definition cameras. There's one overhead, there's one on a crane, there's one uh, behind me, and then there's one up inside the colors. And uh, my son JC sits at the um, switching console, live switches the cameras as I play spontaneous live. Colors are there, harmonies of light. How can we reach people? And I saw, uh, well, on Oprah, they had Eckhart Tolle on. They had a million people on the live stream. And I went, aha, mm, how can I reach air. hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people? We can live stream anywhere there's internet, anywhere you can get it on your phone, put on good headphones if you do that. I really encourage you to... Um, you prefer speakers. Put it on a laptop, link your laptop to your big TV in yeah. the room. Get some real speakers yep. with a subwoofer because you want that bass. Bass, yeah. The bass, and that that applies to the hemisync. You want to receive all the frequencies. You know, we've gone to all the taking the time to very carefully craft this offering, a hemisync offering, a harmonies of light offering. It's decades of experience. I and mean, I knew Bob Monroe back in the old days. I did music for Bob Monroe personally. Ah, uh, back when he was ill, um, you know, his daughter, uh, I didn't know that she called me and she said, you know, Bob is on his, you know, on his way. And, and I created oh, and shivers, a piece of music for Bob. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. And so it's, it's all the, the love and the care that everybody has done. You have wonderful engineers on your team. Who oh, thank you. Craft the, the frequencies, um, well, you know, that's that's a big reason why I wanted to have this conversation. So so people understand everything that goes into making a piece of music, like the type that you create. And also, you know, the audio engineering that goes into adding the hemisync as well, because it, it's really a lot. Um, and I don't think people fully understand what's involved unless we have these types of conversations. But let's take a quick break here. We're going to play a few minutes from a uh, past Harmonies of Light show, and we'll be right back. Wonderful.
All right, Jim. So that was very cool. Um, when is the next show? Well, uh, we will be doing our next. We haven't got a specific date set, but what I suggest is go to my website, jimolivermusic.com, mm-hmm. and um, uh, featured on the on the home page is a project I just did with Bruce Lipton, which you can explore, and that's available on Vimeo, uh, Vimeo on demand. You can do downloads or, or rentals. And, and that is, that's really the epitome of what my life and everything we've talked about has, has moved towards. So Ruth does a, a fabulous explanation of sound frequency, additive, subtracted waveforms. Um, here, here's when we talked about the waveforms. So if you've got a waveform that's peaking here and you create one that's valleying exactly opposite. So they're what's called 180 degrees out of phase. Mm. If they're the equal volume, they actually create silence. That's how noise canceling headphones work. Mm. They listen to the sound in the airplane cabin or whatever it is, they invert it 180 degrees and it balances out that sound. Mm. That's one of the ways that that sound works. It can be additive to where the waves build and and create amplification, or they can work uh, out of phase with each other. And phase is amazing because you can take that, that's the beauty of you can take a sound we have those two pitches identical they call it hard sync hard synchronization or you can slightly detune them and as you detune them they create the beat frequencies and the further apart mm-hmm. the, the, the more uh, pulse there is so Bruce explains it beautifully and then I did uh, a harmonies of light about a 35 40 minute harmonies of light. So Bruce talks about 35 minutes. I play for about 35, 40 minutes. And it's an amazing explanation of, from the science of, uh, it's called the science of healing through sound and color. And the, the title says it all. So it's, it's a beautiful experience. That sounds like a beautiful project, Jim. It's, it's, it's fabulous. And on the website is the harmonies of light tab. Yep. Which, which right now just has an old one on it. Uh, we're putting more of the harmonies of light in Vimeo on demand. And by the time this uh, program uh, is available, uh, you'll, you'll see more of those. So you can find me at, at Vimeo, the Jim Oliver Music Vimeo channel, I guess they call it. Uh, so I don't have a date set, but it's going to be early January. We okay. kind of took some time off this past year. I was exploring some new dimensional things to uh, to add to the harmonies of light and um, typically we do them every month or two so we'll do a, a few a year so be sure to check that out people um yeah. so let's talk a bit about the hemisync piece that you produced called illuminating your true nature which also serves as background music for two exercises that were voiced by Suzanne Giesman, um, You Beyond Your Story and Getting to Know Your True Nature. How did you come up with this piece? I asked for what will serve for the highest purpose. It's an original piece of music. I listened to Suzanne's um, uh, speaking, how she phrases, how she pauses, One of the key elements in music, whether it be classical or pop, is the articulation. The phrasing, that's the emotion. Build, pause, 
Mm. And listening to how Suzanne phrases the intonation. So I put the music in the key of her voice. Mm. So it's as harmonious and homogenous as possible. Um, the, the way she phrases her statements. And, and that's actually my approach to guided meditation. Yeah. Now that is, that is, that is, that is, that is. Just a little phrase. Wait a minute. Another phrase. Wait a bit. Another phrase. That lets people engage. It lets you engage. It lets yeah. You, you have to have some space. It's all about, you know, it's, you know, music can be very dense. Mm -hmm. And it can also be very open. And so it's about a, a blend of the, of the density to draw attention. Yeah. And then opening to create the place for experience, mm -hmm. to embody that experience. It's about embodiment of your true nature. Uh, seeing it is great, but a daily practice and, and a daily meditation practice is essential. Yep. And so you, you uh, talk about um, keying the music to match Suzanne's voice. Absolutely. I just wanted to add that we then also key the hemisync to match the music. So there is a lot of tradecraft that goes into all of this, people. Kevin, um, you're one of your engineers, Kevin and I had a long discussion yeah, about Kevin Cowan. And, and, and what a wonderful being he is because, you know, he gets it. He gets mm -hmm. it about what this is all about, about how profound this can be, how powerfully supportive and powerfully nurturing and, and profound life-changing these experiences can be it can yes be just the key that unlocks whatever it is that's been holding up your uh, your progress there. yes is there a fear underlying there well it helps you get in touch with that and yeah. to the resolution is there an anxiety a stress or a physiological the waveforms combined with the frequencies of the hemisync that help bring you to that place. And, and when, even though you, your program is an audio program, I was playing with harmonies of light system on so that as I'm playing, the lights are playing. Yeah. So the colors are infused right. in the music. So people tell me they, they listen to music, they close their eyes and they can see the colors because those frequencies, those 35 octave up, high frequencies right. are carrier waves through the bass into the music. So right. they're, they're fully present and accessible to you as you yes. choose. So apologies to the folks that are audio only, but again, all is not lost. Close your eyes and visualize the colors. Absolutely. And then um, the harmonies of light, and then you'll get the full experience. Yeah. They speak about a topic, a, a mild focus. Um, for a few minutes, and then I play for about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Live, spontaneous, just feeling the energy of the people who are in attendance and those that will experience this in the future. We right. always welcome those that will experience in the future. And you've heard the expression, you know, when two or more are gathered, well, there's there's a resonance that occurs. Now, mm -hmm. we talk about it, you know, um, uh, like with with the, with the vibration that it builds, it builds, it builds. 
Well, when you have two people, four people, 10 people, 100 people, 200 people, 1,000 people, um, it creates an energetic slipstream. Yeah, or a field. An ener- exactly, field. Yeah. So if, if, you know, like everybody's seen auto racing and you see the race cars and they're right on each other's bumper. Well, if you got one guy that can do 100 miles an hour, you, the second guy there, now the first one breaks the wind resistance for the second one. Now you can do 110. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the third one, the fourth one. Now those cars that could only do 100 miles an hour by themselves, they can do 120. Mm. It's the exact same energetic wave yeah. of, of intention, of focus, of mutual support, because we're all in this together. Yeah, Everybody brings their stuff to the table, and we're there and we support people. The music unfolds to help create the movement. And you know, people, they write to me and say, Jim, it felt like you were playing it just for me. And it's like, well, yeah, because all those frequencies are there, and you're receiving what's just for you yeah in that moment yeah it's a full banquet so it's really kind of true you know it's 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 just for you so let's talk a bit about how best to use your music you you just mentioned intention that's what it starts with right which is that is also how we recommend people go into a hemisync free flow exercise it's to go into it with intention so please expand on that intention is is the key and again participation and permission to set your intention that draws your focus to a goal of some sort and experience uh, it's it's part of the journey it's it's not just random it's it's a journey and when you set your intention you're energetically creating the wave for the movement for the accomplishment and no matter what that be, body, mind, spirit, emotion, health, wealth, you know, all the things that are available uh, in the topics that are in the Hemisync library, the topics that uh, I've partnered with uh, Suzanne and the uh, solo projects with Hemisync and all the music that I have on my website, use your imagination. I imagine very profound. Uh, in the early days, and as I mentioned, I've been doing this a long time. You know, they did experiments, the secret life of plants, how frequency vibration, how healing music helps plants to grow. You're three times the size of heavy, uh, aggressive, angry music. Plants shrivel up. Mm-hmm. Devotional music. Uh, and that was a wonderful thing. Uh, for all the years that I was a church organist playing pipe organ. Um, and and, and this, this is not about religious experience. This is about a spiritual devotional experience of that presence, that source presence, your soul essence that opens up and unlocks mm-hmm. readily, very easily through music. And when you add the Hemi Sync to help expand that field and you add you know, the infused colors and your intention. Pay attention to your intention, but not so much that it becomes obsessive. Mm-hmm. And so, tunnel vision that you right. see the big picture that you you only see that and you don't see the whole sky full of clouds or the yeah. birds or the thunderstorm. And that's where you know the dissonance. You know, thunder and lightning. It it serves a purpose. 
Rain right. serves a purpose. Hail serves a purpose. A babbling brook serves a purpose. A rushing river serves a purpose. It's how much vibration and energy is, is needed to break free of whatever is, is holding you back from living the life that you want. The, living, the life you came here to be and the music supports you in that. Right. So after setting your intention, if you want to get the most out of Jim's music, you also emphasize um, being aware of where the sound resonates in your body, yes. um, how the sound and the music affects your emotions, your moods. Um, again, trusting that your subconscious has made the best selection for you. Um, we've uh, talked about how you prefer speakers for, for music. Um, I yeah, yeah I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then you talk about sitting after the music plays for you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. What's the importance of that? Inquiry. Mm -hmm. Well, first and foremost, um, if you haven't experienced the music that I offer, um, I feel you're in for something very unique, a real treat, because cellularly, all those aspects, you know, um, we talked about acupuncture points, acupuncture meridians. Uh, back in the probably the 70s, there was what's called string art. You had a board, you put a bunch of nails in it, and you wound uh, yarn through it, and you would have like a birdhouse or an owl or whatever it is. Well, we're acupuncture points, and the, the distance between those points is a length. And if you put a string on there, it's a frequency. So mm -hmm. when you activate all of those points that have been uh, stagnant chi, uh, can be used as a term. And that starts to move and flow all that information. It's like, you know, you, you pour yourself a, a glass of bubbly water mm -hmm. and those bubbles come up. Yeah. You know, that's what the music does is it takes all those um, encapsulated forms of information and, and vibration and uh, uh, activation and attunement and it releases them into your system. Mm -hmm. So that's your whole system. People say, you know, I, I felt like I was levitating. After, yeah. You know, it's like you're vibrating at such a high frequency that to, to savor that, it's, it's like having this fabulous meal. You want to sit and relax and just yeah. digest that. Right. That. Let, let your awareness be drawn to areas that have healed and resolved to areas where um, there may be still something uh, coming up for next time. So that's what the period of sitting quietly afterwards is for. It's in for integration. Inquiry. What is yeah. this about? What yeah. is the message? What, are, what is the learning opportunity here? What's the learning experience? Healing is learning. They're both directly related. Mm -hmm. Healing experience is a learning experience. Well, Jim, it's been a great pleasure talking to you today. Uh, thanks so much for working with us. Um, again, folks, yeah, please I go can't check wait out for the next one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we can't either. Um, but please go check out jimolivermusic.com um, and we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you, thank you all for taking the time to join us. Thanks, Jim. <laughs>